Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Well, it's very special. The, new, the Blue Note has been very special, and we've always said it's not the name in the back, it's the Blue Note on the front, so that's what you play for. And I told all the fellas here, the only thing missing with this Blue Note is a parade down Market Street, so please bring me one. And they did. That's the voice of Bobby Plager, who passed away a couple of days ago at the age of 78. Of course, a fun day yesterday, remembering the life and legacy of number five in your program and number one in our hearts, Bobby Plager. And we continue that remembrance today as we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and welcome in longtime Blues General Manager Larry Plo. Larry, it is great to have you come on with us today. Thank you so much for taking some time and uh, talking about uh, your memories of Bobby Plager. Uh, I'm sure you have plenty of them in the last uh, 48 hours. You've been able to sit back and reflect with your family. Well, he, you know, I've been associated with the Plager family for years. It goes back to the six, uh, 1964. I played with uh, Bob's brother, Bill, the younger brother. And uh, so I've known the family for a long time and, just a wonderful person. A sad, sad couple of days here, but like you said, you bring back a lot of great memories. And it was, it was before I got to St. Louis. You, you know, when you're, if you were out in the field and traveling and watching games and scouting, you'd always, when you got to the rink that night, you'd always, when you go to the press room, you'd always look and see if is Bob Plager on there because you wanted to sit next to him and and uh, have a bite to eat, but get caught up with all his stories. You know, he's always had new stories. I don't know how he came up with these new stories, new jokes. Every day he had a new one. He was just an amazing person. And, you know, the guys who played against Bobby, and I did too, and, and you'd be sitting on the bench and all of a sudden uh, you'd see somebody bending over or somebody that got hit with something around his ankle. It was Bobby letting everybody know you're coming into my area. It's not going to be easy tonight. And, he, he was a wonderful guy, and he's one, one of them that really, one of the first players, the whole family actually, all three Plager brothers were known for that hip check and uh, middle ice hit, which not a lot of players ever learned how to do, but the Plager brothers, all of them, I remember, were noted for that type of hit where they'd catch you with your with your head down, and you, we used to call, call it the open ice hit, the open ice hit, and Bobby was excellent at it. But I'm sure, you know, everybody's bringing back the memories, and, just a wonderful person to be around and had time for everybody. Larry, in your time around the Blues organization, what what did Bob Plager mean 
to that arena, to this fan base, to you as the general manager at the time? What what did Bob Plager mean to you in that time? Well, to me, I think he, he was the Blues, the first team, one of the first players. And when you saw Bob, you, you always thought back the history of the franchise. He brought that face to the franchise right there all the time in front of you. I, I think the fans felt that way. Um, he was such an outgoing person. He had time for everybody. Um, he, you know, when he, when he was working uh, in the hockey, when I first got there, you knew that you were going to get something from Bob that was honest, and, and he was going to always give you that little extra. For me, though, I think it's the franchise. I think it was the face. The face of the franchise goes right back to 1967, and uh, what the fans loved about him on the ice, that he came every night to play, every shift to play, and the other team knew it was going to be a hard night when Bobby was in the lineup. Larry, from that front office perspective, you, you know, nobody cared about this Blues team more than Bobby Plager when it came to you know always wondering how the team was doing, always wondering who the new guys were, and making sure that the guys felt comfortable and understood how much the Blues meant. What did that do for you as a general manager to have somebody like Bobby Plager who you could always um, you know, have an ear to talk to or have a shoulder to kind of lean on when you needed some help? Well, you knew that he was getting the players comfortable in St. Louis. He made sure that if you needed something, that you know, he was there to help out. And that, that was important as a manager that you've got somebody that's been through the battle, through the wars, knows people in St. Louis and and telling the the players that this is a great place to play. This is, uh, this is one of the best places in the the NHL to play, to have a family grow up, to be part of a community. Uh, And those things are so important uh, to come out of the front office. And and Bobby always brought that the smiling face in the morning. You might've lost or had a tough game the night before what Bobby would always show up and he always had that smile on his face and, he always had something different uh, to say that would make you feel good about being around him and, and uh, being part of hockey. Former Blues general manager Larry Plo joining us here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Larry, one of the things that is so special about St. Louis and this Blues organization is the alumni that stick around, as you were kind of talking about there with Bobby Plager. And it's not just him. It's it's dozens of guys that have decided who came from all over North America that have decided to call St. Louis home. How important was Bobby Plager in building that legacy here in St. Louis as well? Because he was one of the first to decide to do it. Oh, I think it's, it's uh, huge. It's a big part of why players, you know, they know about, like you said, what is the offer to the management? He, he, he makes sure that people know, players know, families know, what St. Louis is all about and how they welcome the players. And the amazing thing about St. Louis for me was that even the players that played in St. Louis were traded someplace else and later in their career or any time in their career, how many of them really came back to St. Louis to settle down after? And, you know, when you have players that have been there since 1967, that, that goes a long way. And uh, you could look around a lot of franchises. I'm not sure that there'd be many more players that live in St. Louis that, that have retired there for good. And it offers so much. And, and 
you know, Bobby would make sure that you knew about St. Louis. You, if you needed something in St. Louis, he knew somebody that could help you. Larry, I want to go back to your playing days. You talked about playing against Bobby Plager, and you were a part of those Montreal Canadian teams where there weren't that many teams in the league, so you saw the Blues an awful lot, I'm assuming, in a regular season. Was there anything more intimidating as a forward than knowing that you have to skate in on not just Bob Plager, but also Barkley Plager, and then later in in your career, guys like uh, Noel Picard? Well, you know that they they were – I mean, you know the Plager brothers, they competed. You know, Barkley had that offensive skill to his game, but Bob had that ability to, if you saw somebody that was in the corner, that hey, he, he gave him a sticker. He whacked his ankle. He, he just had a way. Uh, he wasn't the most talented player, but as far as competing and wanting to make the other team aware of how hot it's going to be against the Blues, he had that type of talent. And that's a talent also. It might not be a skating talent. It might not be a passing talent, but it's a talent. And Bobby always had the ability to make the other team very aware of tonight's game and how we were going to play as a group. How much and did you that carry? You, you knew that when you played against them. And uh, he always made it hard on the other team. How much did that carry over to his teammates, Larry? When, when guys, whether you saw them playing with Bobby, playing against Bobby, how much did that carry over when a guy like that does that on the ice? Well, the thing of it is, is before you go out, even go out, out of the dressing room, you knew if there was going to be any trouble out there tonight or if you needed some help, Bobby would be there. And, and, and like I said, I was associated with all the Plager brothers, so I know that, that came from the whole family. Larry, I did want to ask you, one of the greatest days, I think he has said this himself, in Bobby Plager's life was that parade down Market Street here in St. Louis. What did it mean for you, for this organization, to be able to see him finally get the day that he had been waiting more than 50 years for when he finally got to celebrate a Stanley Cup here in St. Louis? Well, I think it just goes along with being here so long. But I, it, everybody was happy for him. The, the players, because you know Bobby, you know he's around, you know what he represents. But I, I think the ability for Bobby to be in the parade and, you know, ownership and management, uh, you know, they took care of the the, the uh, alumni so well with the parade. I, I think it'll a lot of I think a lot of people in St. Louis, a lot of the fans, a lot of the media, were very happy for Bob that day. Because he, he wanted to see that happen so bad. And, and, and he, he was there and he enjoyed himself. And we all saw that smile that he had every day. Larry, before we let you go, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you this because over the last 24 hours, we not only have heard uh, what a wonderful man Bobby Plager was, but also uh, what a great prankster this guy was. And I'm assuming that you played against him. You've been around him for a long period of time. Uh, did he ever get you with uh, with any type of prank that Bobby Plager is known for? Well, he, there was a funny story with the with, um, one year, we well, actually it was 9-11, where we took the team to uh, uh, Anchorage, Alaska for training camp. And we took the uh, whole staff, the scouting staff, et cetera, and we hired some guides and some boats to go fishing for salmon on the river. And, uh, you know, Bobby always was a crankster, so you knew if there was something happening that it had to be Bob. 
So we we fished the, we were fishing in the boats, but then we'd also go in along the shore and uh, fish off the shore. So we all had waders. And uh, Billy Denis, Foxy Denis, was working with us at the time. And you know, Foxy and Billy go back a long way. And Foxy was uh, out fishing in the waders, and all of a sudden he's he's being bugged by water getting in his boot and his waders, and uh, he couldn't figure it out. And everybody, everybody, we know who it was because it had to be it had to be Plager. He 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 poked a, a little couple pinholes in in Foxy's waders so every time you go out there you get filled up with water and come to the shore empty it out we're all laughing like hell he couldn't figure out who it was but we knew who it was right away but th- that was bobby he had he had something somewhere if you knew something was happening you knew where it came from wonderful larry, person last question that i've got for you larry um we heard from jeremy rutherford the other day um blues beat writer he was talking about some of the stories of Bobby going to management and saying, hey, you, you need to go get this guy, Brett Hall. And uh, it, it, so many other players over the years that he has recommended that the Blues should go get. Do you have a story of, of a guy that Bobby came to you and said, hey, you've got to go get this guy that comes to mind as you think about your time here as the Blues general manager? Well, uh, the, the, the one guy that he pushed for with me a lot was, uh, was Mellonby. He really liked the style of Mellonby play, the way that, uh, you know, he played that the type of blue that you wanted. You know, that, that guy that you could depend on every night came hard to the building and everything every shift. That's awesome. Larry, I can't thank you enough for, for taking some time out today and coming on to tell some stories about Bobby Plager. I know it's been a tough day for so many people in here in St. Louis and also people like yourselves who had such a close relationship with Bobby. So thank you so much for, for taking some time and sharing some stories. All the best to you and the family, and uh, we look forward to talking with you again real soon. Thank you very much.